Hello, it's Ed Gamble here from the Off Menu podcast that you're currently listening to. I am on tour now. The show is called Hot Diggity Dog. Make sure you go and get yourself a ticket. I'm probably coming to a town near you if you live in the UK and Ireland. And Ireland, Dublin and Belfast. Do go to edgamble.co.uk, buy yourself a ticket, and I'll see you for an evening of Hot Diggity Dog. Hot Diggity Dog! Thank you, James. There's actually only a small portion of this podcast that you can enjoy. The rest is deadly poisonous. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast. Oh, what a scary introduction, Ed Gamble. Woo, like the um, fish, that puffer fish. Oh, yeah, that was what you were thinking of, a puffer fish. Is that because we're in Los Angeles, California, where they eat a lot of sushi, a lot of raw fish? Sure, I guess so. We're in LA. That was a lovely link into it, James. No, no worries. My pleasure. We are in Los Angeles, California. Oh, baby. So cool, dude. Oh, it's really sunny outside. Uh, I think I might have caught the sun a bit. I think you have, actually. I only noticed uh, a little bit earlier. You you, you do look like you caught the sun slightly, Mm. um, even though you did plaster yourself in sun cream like a true British gent. Slathered it on. Absolutely slapped it on, pasted it on, uh, like butter on a roll. Yeah. Um, And you went out earlier for a little walk, didn't you? Yeah, went out for a little walk. Just strolling, seeing the sights, you know, just taking in the local scenery. Catching Pokemon. James, this whole trip has been on Pokemon Go, has not stopped just leaving rooms, leaving buildings at a moment's notice, Mm. walking around to catch Pokemon. Well, they can get ones here that aren't available back home, and, you know, there's a lot going on, and it's Sinnoh weekend. You can get Sinnoh stones, and normally you can't get Sinnoh stones. I've got loads of evolves that need the Sinnoh stone in order to uh, evolve them, you see. I'm sure, Ed, I know what you're going to say. Oh, why can't you just like keep on catching the Pokemon and then trading them to Professor Willow and then keeping the candies? Well, some Pokemon, you get all the candies that you need to evolve them, but then that's not enough. You need the stone on top of that right. in order to help it. And Sinnoh stones are very rare. Right now, it's a Sinnoh stone frenzy of a weekend. It's going to be over by Monday. I need to take advantage of that while I can. That but- means I'm spinning, I'm spinning Pokestops. I'm getting the challenges from Professor Willow. And I'm trying to do as many as possible so I can get those sweet stones. Three so far, but I need 13. So the Off Menu podcast is a food podcast hosted by myself, Ed Gamble and James Acaster. Hello. And what happens on it, James? We're going to ask a guest their favourite ever start a main course, dessert, side and drink. And our special guest this week is... Terry Hatcher. Actual Terry Hatcher is coming into the dream restaurant to chat to us about her dream meal. It's very, very exciting. Very exciting. We are huge fans of Terry Hatcher here. Especially because as a Pokemon uh, master, uh, I'm not just catching Pokemon, I'm hatching Pokemon. So I'm a bit of a hatcher myself. You know what I'm saying? But if Terry Hatcher says a secret ingredient uh, that we have pre-organised as part of her dream meal, she will unfortunately... Have to be kicked out of the restaurant. Absolutely. And today, the secret ingredient is brioche buns. Now, normally I would join in saying that at the same time as James, uh, but I do not agree with this. Well, you know, sometimes there's been a few secret ingredients which I've not agreed with. And I, mm. I know how you're feeling right now, Ed. It feels pretty bad. You're specifically see. talking about like a brioche bun with a burger as well. Yes. I'm not, I'm not talking about it like I, I love brioche um, like custard brioche and stuff like that as desserts, as a, as a little uh, on its own, you know. I actually prefer bread. it with a burger. That's when I like brioche, That's is when it's with a burger. Madness! It's the worst when it's with a burger. We went for a lovely meal at Egg Slut today. Yeah, that was nice. 
And I did like it. Yes. But I said to you, I think if I went again, I would have it without the bun. That's because you all LA now. We've been here for a day and mm. you've gone, I want that without the bread. I'm preparing for a roll. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm pro- no roll for this role. Who's this character? It's it's the actor. Oh, it's the actor, the LA actor. Who's LA it? actor. Who's really I'm preparing what, what for a roll. I can't have bread. Oh yeah. Would you would you like some chocolate? No, sir, please. I'm preparing for a roll. How about how about this tasty bowl of ice cream? Why I'd eat the bowl. <laughs> well, what? I Surely worse for you. No, the bowl. If I cut up my throat, then I can't eat anything. Oh, so it's win-win there? I don't know what's happening. Oh, well, I hope you get the role. What, what are you auditioning for? What's the role that you're, oh, you're trying to get? Oh, I don't know yet. You don't know yet? I'm just preparing. You're just, you're just always preparing for a One role. Have, the, do you have an agent? The role? No, sir. No agent? No, sir. No? Um, do you, yeah, uh, just a heart full of dreams. Have you got any upcoming work? Oh, yes. Yeah? Yes. Name, name one? Uber. Uber. Okay, you're an Uber driver. Yeah. You're an Uber driver who watches what they eat. Yes. And lives in LA. I can't drive. Personally. I'm preparing for my role as an Uber driver. Oh, this is like the new Scorsese film, Uber Driver. Yes. Going around. You talking to me? Well, I mean, if it, if, if it was if it was an Uber driver, it would be like, are you talking to me? Because I didn't like it and I'll give you bad, a bad rating. Oh, yes. Cut all this. Don't cut all that. It's I think, I think Uber Driver... I think Uber Driver's a good riff in terms of a film. Yeah, but because I was still within the character... You're talking to me? I couldn't yes. hop on the back. It was a good well, riff. It was very yeah. nice. Five, yeah. five stars. Yeah, no, it was good. That kind of thing. So, if Terry Hatcher says brioche buns, she is out on her ear. We really don't want to kick her out. We're very happy she's coming into yeah, the dream we actually, Yeah, I mean, you know, quite regularly, we, we can't believe that we've got certain guests yeah. and uh, to kick them out straight away would be pretty bad. Yes, and we can't think of a better way to close out this series than with the wonderful Terry Hatcher. So, she is the final guest in the restaurant this series before we power down the ovens uh, for another few weeks. Uh, so, let's hear the off-menu menu of Terry Hatcher. Welcome, Terry Hatcher, to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you so much. <laughs> Welcome, Terry Hatcher, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. Uh, James is our genie waiter in the Dream Restaurant. Okay. That's what that wonderful sound effect was. Right. I've heard it before. I've heard your podcast. Oh, wow. That's great news. I'm familiar. I expected you to be in a full-on sort of costume, but you're not. Yeah, well, I thought this would make you feel more at home. You know, I I don't want to freak people out. (laughs) Do you want to just take us through what uh, the genie's wearing today, James? Yeah, yeah. Just just a checked top. Uh, just like a plaid. Is that plaid? Well, we would call no- that plaid. plaid. Normally, what I was expecting, shirt. Terry. Is but I a- thought he was going to be honest. And yes. He was going to say there's some like chiffon purple genie pants with a yes. little yes. tube top with gold sequins. Yes. Yeah. Um, with some like seven veils that yeah. you're slowly <laughs> yeah. taking off just to try to, I don't know, turn me on. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, actually, normally I'm trying to turn Benito on. Yeah. Uh, okay. It never works. It wasn't me. I'm it trying to see if that little. It wasn't aimed at me. Otherwise, no. 
looking this way. <laughs> always, I see. Always trying to see I think we all boy. expected James to do an amusing improv at that point, but mm. what he did was is he panicked and told us what he was actually wearing. Right. Yeah. So plad. It is plaid. It's, it's, it's a bad. good start. Yeah. Felt, it felt, definitely felt like a dirty phone call, actually, when you asked me that. But do you want to quickly change into what Terry described there, please? The seven veils? Yes, I can wear that and see if it has any effect on Benito. Yeah. Here we go. Alakazam. How are you feeling about that, Benito? Still cold as ice. Look at it. <laughs> Still absolutely dead inside. Now, normally at this stage, we'd sort of ask our guests if, if they're a foodie or not. But I think we already know that you are because you've come in here and you're already talking about food ready to go. <laughs> yes. And on your social media, I think your bio says foodie. It probably does. Yeah, so I love food. we know it already. I, I, I think food food really i lead with food i mean in in terms of what i cook and cooking in my life it's really how i show people i love them um i love having i love cooking for people i love hosting you know dinner parties but then also i love going to restaurants all over the world which i have that's the way i travel so yeah that informs where where you go is where you're going to eat i mean there was one uh specific example um years ago when my daughter was a sophomore in high school we needed to go look at colleges it's something most people do when you're thinking about going to university so we wanted to see uh 16 different universities and so we decided to drive across the country about three thousand miles wow and go to all these different universities. But I said, if we're going to do that, we're also going to go to all the James Beard Award winning restaurants amazing. in those towns. Right. So that that's my idea of an yeah. amazing trip. Yeah, that's, that sounds incredible. Cross-country road trip with food. And what award you, was that? James Beard? Yeah, that's you don't know the James Beard Awards? I don't know the James Beard Awards. Do you know the James Beard Awards? I, only, I hear about the James Beard Awards on American food TV shows. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, a, they do it... Um, you know, uh, like Northern, Southern, Eastern, and like best new chef, best restaurant, best mm. dessert. But it's, yeah, it's a big, it's a pretty prestigious award. Who is James Beard? I, I, a chef? I don't actually know. <laughs> That's so funny. I should know that. You I should, should definitely yeah. know that. James Beard sounds like a character with makeup on this podcast yeah, for does. a joke. Yeah, I can just imagine he's got a lot of food in his big beard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm imagining. He's got a big old, yeah. big old beard that goes down to his feet, yeah. and he's got a, a refrigerator. And all these award-winning the... restaurants are yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah just yeah. all yeah. in his, all yeah. his magical beard. beard. Did you find yourself uh, pushing your daughter towards the university that had the best restaurant in it? Mm. No, I did not. Um, and on this trip, we actually did we go? I can't. No, I can't remember where she ended up in school. Um, well, I can just say it. It's Providence, Rhode Island, yeah. and uh, it's a small town but actually quite a foodie town. One of the, um, Johnson & Wales is a very big culinary um, institute, mm -hmm. and that happens to be in Providence. So I, I don't know if that's why, but there's quite a few chefs that have trickled off into some pretty great restaurants. Oh, cool. So every time I get to go and visit her, we always yeah. go to one of them. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Would you say, uh, and be honest, that you've maybe visited her more than you would have? <laughs> because the food is so good around there no but it is a bonus for yeah. sure yeah and she likes it because they're sometimes expensive and so she yes. can't go without me so that's yes. the that's the one so then she thing invites want. me to come see her more because she yeah. knows yeah. she'll get to go to these restaurants yeah. when i was at university it was all i'd always pick the, like two or three restaurants that every time anyone came to visit me i'd be like you're taking me here please oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we always start off here, as any restaurant does, with still or sparkling water. But when you came in, to just, cause what, we, I should say that we're in our Airbnb. Yes. And we said, would you like some water? And you were like, absolutely not. 
You, you said to us, don't offer me any water. <laughs> I don't think no, it was I that didn't aggressive. really say that. I don't know why. You said if I wanted water, Mr. I would have asked for water. Mr. Platt, sure, that is not <laughs> what I said. Uh, I think I said no, thank you. I'm, but but I mean, now that you're asking me, now that you're forcing me really to drink something, yes. I mean, if I had to choose going into the restaurant, I probably would pick sparkling. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need it now though. Because no, I'm hydrated. Right. No, no, no. This right. morning I was at the gym, so I've already been drinking a lot of water this morning. Right, yeah. Yes. Everyone in LA is goes hydrated. Goes to the gym. Oh, they're hydrated. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, and goes to the gym. I Wait. think everyone in the UK is dehydrated. Probably. That's my theory. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. But we're about five years behind hydration, I think. <laughs> Some point we'll start drinking water. But yeah. for now, only milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and sort of like I was going to say ale. beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And weak beer. ale is, yeah. is our water for sure. You've got a preferred gym water? A <laughs> uh, uh, preferred gym water? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I guess you're not uh, no, plugging just filtered. No, no, just filtered. Just yeah. filtered water. Yeah. Filtered. Why does it have to be filtered? We've just come from New York and people were very evangelical about the quality about of tap water. About their tap water, water right, yeah. But in LA, does it have to be filtered? I think I think I, I think I would try to filter it anywhere. Although when I go to a restaurant and, and they'll say like I probably wouldn't buy bottled mm -hmm. still water. I would just get tap. I would get LA tap or New York tap. And bring your own little filter with you and your No, in your bag. I would just drink it. But then <laughs> I would also order sparkling. But I don't know gosh the studies that have just come out have said that i i, I don't remember it, the percentage was very high of all the crappy elements that are in our regular water yeah like, so you i mean you we're not doing a very good job as a government of keeping our water clean i oh. think that's a national problem i think you'd be the first guest to do this on off menu but feel free to skip the water if you've turned up to the dream restaurant <laughs> hydrated anyway, you've been at the gym, you're hydrated, mm -hmm. feel free to pass on the water. I, I'm going to pass on the water. There you uh, go. Yeah. Why did you do that? <laughs> Why did you make that an option? These people are hydrated, James. They don't need water. It's an insult. So if you really need me to have water, yeah. I will totally no, 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 no. have sparkling. You saw and Terry's I will, reaction no, when I'll be you, grateful. she came in here. And if you I drink water. sparkling water while we're talking, I'll probably burp. Yeah, so, okay, no you know, that's yes. another thing. That's true. She doesn't want water. You saw it when she came in, you offered her water, and she mm. went, no. I don't want any water. It's Benito tried to, to offer her one and she smashed it out of his hand. <laughs> but but Terry's not heard what the amuse bouche is yet. Yeah. Oh, you're doing an amuse bouche, are you? Yes. Okay. Sand. Oh. Well, then. Yeah. I would like some water, please. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't realize that sand was going to be the amuse bouche. Yeah, yeah. Just some nice sand. <laughs> Do you know my daughter, when she was like six months old, I think, um, the first time I ever took her to the beach, I took her to the beach in Malibu. And she just, you know, was that, that age where they're just kind of like plopped down. You know, they're yeah. not really mobile yet or anything. And I turned away for two seconds and she had fistfuls of sand. She was just eating <laughs> fistfuls of sand. And of course, I go running to the pediatrician. You know, she ate sand. She was just eating it by the handfuls. Like, and he said it was fine that, you know, they just poop it out or whatever. Yeah. But I, I thought, that is insane yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, that texture is so hideous. I don't know yeah. why a baby would do that, but she did. I, I guess you've got to know that to try that. You've got to try it to I know guess that you don't she, I guess sand. that's true. But she kept, it wasn't like she did and then she just kept eating it. Kept eating it and <laughs> yeah. swallowing it. At that point, were you thinking, one day I'll probably do a cross-country trip with this person looking for university? 
<laughs> you know, I did not anticipate that. I did not well, see that coming. Just see her sound and going, maybe she's not the college type. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. That much. Did you ever eat anything weird as a baby, Ed? Oh, I, yeah, I ate everything. I, I probably would have eaten some sand. She yeah. also ate, one time we were in uh, New York. This is very, very young, like baby age again. <laughs> Maybe I'm telling enough of these stories. I'm just gonna see what a bad parent I am. Um, we were at a brunch at a restaurant, and you know they serve. So she must have been old enough to be drawing with the crayons. They serve, you know, give crayons yeah. for the kids to have their attention on something. And I turned. She had this blue crayon. I remember it. And I turned away again, probably to eat my bacon or something. And I turned back, and the crayon was gone. <laughs> and I thought, okay, where did the crayon go? Is it on the ground? Whatever. Look for it. And she had little like crumbs of. Blue. She ate it. She ate the crayon. <laughs> yeah. Both of these things. She finally stopped this. I thank God. <laughs> they both look good. They, they both they, look pretty tasty. Yeah. If you don't know any better, like right. sand sure. kind of looks like it could be glistening and yeah, yeah. Like the brown yeah. sugar. Kind yeah, of, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But that that blue kind of like so I'm more amazed that we ever know as babies like what not to you know. Well, we only that, know after we, we eat everything. Yeah, yeah. My my uncle, who is a grown man now. Uh, but the main story that circulates around the family about him is, and sorry to be gross, early doors, Terry. Oh, no. Sorry, uh, Terry. He, when, I, I don't know what this story when is. When he but... was a little baby. Oh, I know what he ate. He, he's one of his own poops. Yeah. 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 Oh, That's no. probably more common than you think. Yeah. How did he cook it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> probably not so common. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, he did it, forgot about it, went back to it, thought it was chocolate and ate it. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, I might vomit. You're yeah. right. Yeah. You said yeah. you apologized in advance. This is such a terrible welcome It's a to reflex. The I yeah, didn't yeah. think it was going to happen, but it's must, happening anyway. Must be changing Can your mind we on move the water on? now. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Pop it up, absorb bread. <laughs> pop it up, absorb bread, Terry. Pop it up, absorb bread. So you saying pop it on? Pop it up, absorb so bread. So Indian yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, th- there is a restaurant here in LA uh, called Bavel that does um, beautiful breads. They, mm. they, they're sort of a. Israeli Mediterranean kind of restaurant and they do their own pita breads and they um they they make everything they do this one dish that I guess is a starter kind of a thing I mean that's how I order it well they do serve pita and hummus and that's mm. amazing I mean but like the best pita and hummus you've ever had yeah um but they also do this burnt black sesame bread that mm. they serve with a chicken liver pate and that's probably one of the best bites of like when you think about oh. I have many many images of the best bites I've had of food all over the world. That's definitely one of them. That does sound good. I don't, unless the bread is great bread, like um, we have a bread company here in town um, called Bread Lounge. They make great bread. Um, I think it's Bubs and Grandma's. They make great bread. It, like unless it's great bread, I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. Because I, won't, I don't want to like fill up on that. Bread that's not exciting. I just think I feel like I'm wasting. I'm, I'm kind of like just but like eating it for the yeah. sake of it. Chips and dips are always good. Yeah. Mm. Poppadoms always good. Prawn crackers always good. Bad bread is bad. Bad bread is bad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but that black sesame bread with oh, it's chicken insane. liver pate sounds <laughs> amazing. Also, I love that burnt now makes me think, oh, that's going to be delicious. <laughs> like yeah. when, when people say burnt something, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'd love yeah. it like that. Whereas back in the day, it's yeah, been no. like, oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, right, ruined. right. Yeah. Yes, it's true, right. It gives it class now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you 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 uh you cook yourself, don't you? I do, I do. do you, have you ever done a burnt dish? Like uh, like actually burned it? Oh no, mean, like or, like or deliberately. On purpose. Um, 
Or even by accident, to be Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I definitely have burned. I, lately, I don't know what's up with me. I've left a few things on the stove, like cooking, and then walked away and gotten involved <laughs> in my computer and then come back, and I'm just lucky the house isn't, like, on yeah. fire. You know, when you when you leave a pan on the stove too long and you burn whatever's in it too long, like, that pan has to go in the garbage. Like, yeah. you, can't yeah, even, yeah. you can't even clean it. It's you've just ruined. ruined you've ruined the pan. Yeah. I've done that a couple of times. I, God, I hope and do you And do you bake bread? I have baked bread. I mean, I went to culinary school and that was when I first started learning to bake bread just because it was one of the classes. Um, I think um, I've made my own pita bread uh, at home. That's pretty easy to do. Um, although I certainly don't do it as well as this restaurant I was telling you about. Um, and I've made focaccia. Um, I made uh, Paul Hollywood's focaccia recipe oh, yeah? and that came out really good. Oh wow! Um, well, of course, we've got two uh, two alumni of the Great British Bake Off sat in front. It of It sounds like we had very different experiences. Yeah, um, <laughs> James, do you want to talk Terry through what happened? Well, an ex- yeah, I'd call it an experience. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was uh, <laughs> I was just very jet lagged at the time. Okay. I just come back from here actually. Okay. And uh, Terry, did you travel from here? Yeah, to- I traveled yeah, from yeah. here, so yeah. I'm not yeah. quite just sure. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not I traveled from here, so I'm not <laughs> yeah, quite I mean, sure. But, yeah, yes, but, but go ahead. I'm not <laughs> trying to show you up or anything. It was, it was different. I probably did a different route back. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, yeah. You took the long way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I had what I think is commonly just, I think this is a baking term, but what is uh, referred to as a waking nightmare. <laughs> and um, everything <laughs> fell apart. My, my flapjacks were just like a, a porridgey mess. Aww. I had to do a cream horn for the technical which is i think a bit too hard for the technical i think technical was meant we to had be. the um we had a uh cream pie yeah yeah how, how, how did that go how did you do on that i finished mine and helped other people <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know. I, I did neither of those things um yeah alan carr didn't know how to make um custard so i helped him make his custard and uh-huh. then um one of the other girls um had an issue with her hand so she couldn't pipe her whipped cream so i uh-huh. went and did that because i was finished <laughs> wow wow that's how I you mean, do it Joe. i don't know how you did that like that, that <laughs> I, I i couldn't even think in like normal uh, my, my brain was all but, over the place uh, no i will say the technical is hard it, it's hard because if you the the way it works with the um with the directions the very minimal directions they give if you don't know what you're doing yeah. it doesn't tell you what to do so mm. you're right like i'm if you don't know how to do it it's not there and that makes it very hard they but, knew what they were doing with us they just they just completely gave very little direction cream horns like pastry and like creme pat there's a lot of stuff going on there so you had to make the custard and then you had to pipe you had to make the corn and then you had to pipe it in yeah yeah and like i couldn't do any no, of that no that sounds like it a lot it all fell apart that sounds like a lot and I'm then the sorry, next day i had to make my uh make my special place out of uh, out of oh it's meant to be i guess like cake and stuff but i just did it with sweets <laughs> oh meringue that was it yeah oh okay. yeah yeah but uh, i had to make I, I i ran my mouth off and told him i could make a theme park out of meringue but i couldn't <laughs> so that didn't go well either. He um it went so badly, Terry, that he became a meme. Really? A meme. Wow. That's how badly it went. Became known wow. as the worst baker in Bake Off history, and that's oh, including that's, like, that's not just the celeb one, that's oh. like all of them. 
Oh, I'm sorry. That's not good. It was, it was the best so day of my life, Terry. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a great Did time. you like the show before, though? I mean, yes. is that why? Yeah. I've not watched an episode since. Oh, my God. It's like trauma, like PTSD. Yeah, you can't I've, do I've, it. I've not, I've not been able to watch it I'm since I'm such that a huge fan. And this was mm. back a couple of years ago, at least. And I think I was the, one of the first people in the States to be a huge, huge fan. Yeah. Because when they when the offer came to me to do the thing for charity, um, it sort of got got came to me in a way of like, you probably don't want to do this, but sure. here's this mm-hmm. thing. And I was like, what? <laughs> of course I want to do it. Oh my God. And I went over there with um, two big suitcases packed full of 30 pounds worth of flour and all my own tools. You and your all own my flour? Yeah. How did that look at customs? Well, I know. I, really, <laughs> I was sweating it out yeah. on the plane. I thought I am completely food. getting arrested for this. Unmarked but, bags. But the producer called me like the day before I was supposed to leave. And she said, you know, it just really dawned on me that our flower is different than your flower. And if you've been practicing with this stuff, like it might not work with what we have here. So you better bring. So I brought my own so food, food color dye. Yeah. I brought my own. Yeah, I brought a lot of wow. stuff. Mm. Yeah. That sounds probably, like you really prepared for it as well. I did. I might, have been, I, did. I might have been doing it with different flour. <laughs> that home. was your problem. Yeah. yeah. At home when you practiced. Mm. When I made my flapjacks. Did you practice at home? Once, yeah. I had one run through with my sister. It was easy. Because <laughs> your sister did it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> but it looked very easy when I watched her doing yeah. it. I thought, this is going to be great. I'm going to nail this. Wasn't it pretty, though, the tent and the whole thing? Like, no. I, no, okay. <laughs> I, I, just, I just kept saying, I can't believe I'm in this tent. I can't believe I'm in this mm. tent. I really loved I it. I said that as well, but I, not in that tone. <laughs> <laughs> Also, when I did it, it was a very cold day. I don't know what the weather was like. Yeah, it was cold. Yeah, Yeah, so I was cold and rainy. Stop stop trying to make excuses. Terry also flew from LA. Mm. It was also a cold day. She finished and that's everyone else. Yeah, yeah. 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 She probably could have finished and then come to your episode as well and helped you. That would have been good. I would next time. If you ever feel like you want to confront your fears or (laughs) whatever, I could be your sous chef. Yeah, well, that would be good. That'd be quite the team, actually. <laughs> like like the, the worst and the best who've ever done it. I think team up together. I think unite. team is probably stretching the term. You I, just I, didn't. I my weight. You just didn't practice. I bet you would. Yeah, I didn't practice, uh, and you know, all so many things. I guess you know, cream pie is a bit easier than cream. <laughs> oh, I agree. You know, it sounds I think pretty you're right. easy. I think you're right. What did you do for your showstopper? Um, so we had to do um, a rainbow cake, and oh. it was. Uh, it had to have at least six layers that represented all the colors. Wow. And it had to be at least two tiers. But so then I did 12 tiers. Because <laughs> I'm an God. overachiever. My so God. I did the, the bottom layer I did with the cake being the rainbow, yeah. all the different six colors. And then the top layer, I did a white cake and I made lemon curd as the the filling between the layers, but I changed the color so that the curd was all the different colors. So that when you cut into it, it was white cake with the rainbow in the filling, and then the bottom was ra- rainbow cake with white filling. Absolutely incredible. I, I iced an egg. <laughs> I piped some icing onto, onto an egg yeah. so it looked like Sandy Toxvig. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. Uh, oh, James. 
Good times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times in the tent. Also, I did have a one fun time there, but they, oh. they they edited it out. It didn't make the edit. Oh, what was so the fun time? Nightmare. Well, tell everybody what it was. Paul Hollywood. Yeah. I don't know if you found this. Yeah. It's an awful environment for him to be in, really. He's got a real sweet tooth, and he loves, like, just, like, picking and stealing little bits of food. Off oh, of. I didn't notice that. Well, I had, for my showstop, I had a whole kind of, like, you know, sweet Candies. shop. So, yeah. I had loads of Donny mixtures. I don't know if you have them in the States, Donny mixtures, but they're very sweet oh, that- little kids' sweets almost. No, that's not the all sorts. I don't know what No, they, they look kind of similar. They look yeah, like yeah. miniature all sorts almost, okay. but, but they're not licorice. They're very sweet. Okay. And Paul Hollywood loves them. Okay. He's like addicted Good to them. Good to know. Okay. And he kept on coming over and stealing handfuls. And I, I, I was oh. quite annoyed with him. Okay. So me and Ryland, who was another contestant on it, we thought we'd try and catch Paul Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like, And I got the bowl full of Donnie mixtures and I put them on the floor and I put them under a cardboard box that I'd propped up with a stick. And then I tied a string to the, to the stick and I hid behind a bin <laughs> holding the other end of the string. And then Ryland was shouting... Paul Hollywood! <laughs> like that. And then Hollywood came along and he looked at the bowl and I shouted, Lights out, Hollywood! And I pulled the string and then the box... Well, I mean, it didn't get him. He didn't get under the box, but it was still pretty fun. This is why uh, you didn't finish your yeah. cream pie or whatever because mm. you were busy connecting a, a rat trap for Paul Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's exactly why, yeah. I think. Yeah, and then you had to quickly People isolate. People should know this. People should know yeah. that you were doing yeah. other things. I was doing things that I yes. thought would be great television and they right. didn't even make the edit, they apparently. Didn't. Good yes. television is a man having a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they really like. Well, we'll come to your starter just so we can stop reliving my <laughs> okay. my worst nightmares. But um, uh, so your starter is it from a specific place? I've made a list, printed it out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I just oh, you forgot. printed it out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this is yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even think about what I was going to. On the, on the bake-off. I, yeah. I take things very seriously, especially when it very has to do The listener, Terry, has uh, produced a printed-out typed list that looks incredibly detailed. It is uh, typed out, but also has amendments written in, <laughs> yeah. in, 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 in handwriting. <laughs> She's uh, given herself And I did notes. this at midnight yeah. last night. Well, no, 11.18. You can say almost yeah. midnight. Yeah. Okay. See, this is my problem. I've, I've been fortunate enough to go to so many places that I, I couldn't decide. Plus, I also really have a problem with the word favorite like i've never ever in regards to anything been able to really what's your favorite movie what's your favorite song like it's all there's just too many and they're all connected to like different memories and i can't pick one over the other so that was very hard for me so the french laundry um has a starter called oysters and pearls Mm. and it is just i don't even know i don't know what they do at the french laundry i mean that guy's i've been there over in the decades I've been there three times, most recently, like maybe three or four years ago. And every bite of food that you have there is a bite that you would remember. But there's something about I there's something about this dish that it's just like the perfect bite. So and so rare and special and caviar and just yum. Okay, so oysters and pearls from the French Laundry. Then uh, and this makes me sad because I this is my favorite. Okay, I will I have one favorite. One okay, favorite okay. thing. Excellent. My favorite resort hotel, um, and I got to go there twice uh, in the whole world, was a place called the Southern Ocean Lodge on Kangaroo Island in Australia. And the whole thing just burned down. Oh. Yeah, so, so sad, sad, so sad. I mean, the times I've had there, you literally would sit in their lobby and look out over, I guess it's the Southern Ocean, and um, there'd be double rainbows, like every day. 
and nothing, 2,000 miles of ocean between you and Antarctica. Like just, and that feeling of like you're on the edge of the world. Like there's nothing between you and Antarctica. And just, oh, it was just beautiful. And in actually in their, um, in their lobby, they had a wine room with all Australian wines. And you could go in and it was part of the fee. You could open any bottle of wine. What? any You could have one glass and then you could oh. put it on the common bar and then you could open another bottle and then you could have another glass. Like that idea for that you could just, yeah. you mean I can yeah. just open any of these bottles whenever <laughs> yeah. I want? And that was really fun. Anyways, they had great food, um, you know, amazing staff. And the first time I was there and I had a Kumamoto oyster. So just if you imagine one oyster in its little shell, you know, on, served to you on ice. And this bite of this oyster was this experience, the temperature, whatever. I remember it like it was yesterday. So maybe that mm. Kumamoto oyster. But you'd need the surroundings as well because it's all it all feeds into each other. Well, and I think this is part of probably every, I think this is part of probably every food story that you will hear me say is it is all like, who was I with and where was I and what was I doing? It is, you're right. It is, you're not in a vacuum. You're not in a room eating the food by yourself. Although this was pretty great. So then um, let's see what else do I have. <laughs> I have, um, okay, last, this is from Bazaar in, in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, and he, I don't know if he still does, but I think he does. He does um, a, a chunk of frog gras that's wrapped in cotton candy. And um, you eat that in basically one bite. And somehow that combination of the fat and the salt and the sugar, it's just insane. I was going to ask if it was Bazaar, like the market or bizarre, but when you tell me what the dish was, it's it's, it's bizarre, right? No, it's bazaar. Well, it, it sounds bizarre. <laughs> they, I mean, it's Off very, um, you know, it's very. The whole restaurant is very, um, what do you call that? Like, you know, molecular gastronomy. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Everything is. They have a very famous dish, which I don't is not one of my favorite things, but um, where it, it looks like an olive, and you bite into it, and it and it all just goes gush like so mm-hmm. it's not really an olive yeah but it tastes like an olive but it isn't an olive like they've done th- th- it's a lot of that yeah yeah um <laughs> and to me some of that is fun and some of that, but this particular thing i think is the combination of the sweet and the fat and the salty that i just liked Those but places, I, if they want to be useful they should make a dish that looks like a blue crayon yeah, actually, <laughs> food, and then you can bring your kids there. Yeah, big bowl of sand. And the sand. kids are like mm, being naughty yeah. here, and actually it's vegetables. And yeah, stuff, uh, you know, and they're knocking them. That back. would be genius. That yeah. would be good. So I think after just reciting them all to you, I think I'm going to go with the kumamoto oyster, and yeah. probably mm. because of my the heartfelt loss of um, that beautiful resort and all those people's like jobs and things. Yeah. I mm. feel also dishes like that when it's like just one. Thing, and mm. that's and that's all it, all it is those often tend to be pretty amazing mm. at those kind of places because mm-hmm. they just put everything into thinking about like this doesn't need anything else mm-hmm. and it's just this is enough and, and that, that flavor that they're trying because was it a because we had a lot of oyster chat on this podcast yeah. in the past was it a creamy oyster or because i don't really know i don't think name, it was not too good. cream i think it was a little more um firm and crisp and mm-hmm. um i mean small tiny they're tiny right. which i like the smaller oysters mm-hmm. i th- i sometimes think of the bigger ones as being creamier yes but uh, yeah i never i don't know what the right correct adjective is yeah for you know how much did the free 
wine bar contribute to how much you enjoyed the oyster? I, I'm not going to take away from this oyster. I, I'm, right. not even, I'm not even sure. It was at the beginning of the meal, oh, so right. I okay. may yeah, not yeah, have yeah, even yeah. been drinking that much yet. I'm sure later it contributed to my giant Scrabble loss. <laughs> oh, wow. So things got pretty crazy. On we that would holiday, we then. would sit in the lobby and play Scrabble all night long yeah. and drink wine and yeah. I'm guessing that you bought your own Scrabble from home. No, they had it there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but, but I would do that. American Scrabble. I yeah. would do that. You know, I would bring Scrabble and Yahtzee. Oh yeah, Yahtzee yeah. fan. Yeah. I like games. Yeah. We, we, we were playing we a, played game a great last game last night. Game last yeah. What were you playing? The great Benito bought it along with him. It's called Love Letters. Oh, so, I thought you were going to say Cards Against Humanity. No, 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 Absolutely no. It's, it's almost the opposite of Cards Against Humanity. Oh, okay. Uh, it, the aim is, and I had no idea about this card game, the aim is to get a love letter to the princess. <laughs> yes. And you've got, there's like all these different like medieval characters that you've got to play. And we really upset James by putting some medieval music on. And then I started talking like I was a medieval man. Yes. <laughs> they put on some lute music and Ed was there going, Hark, how hast thou the prince in your hand? For- <laughs> Uh, all that kind of stuff, calling people fair maidens, all this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But like, you basically just have to like guess what other people have got in their hands. You've so got, it's like, sort of like go fish. Yeah, there's sort of yeah. It's know, basically it's like go fish king, with, that's a needlessly prince, medieval. A countess. Okay. A baron. And, and were you drinking when you played this yes, game? Yes, I was. Uh, I was heavy with mead. Ah, okay. Yeah, he was. Yes. That, was oh, he, there he goes. The exact phrase. Yeah. Yes. I'm heavy he's, with mead. He said it repeatedly. It was Terry. a long. It was a long day on the battlefield. Repeatedly said that he was heavy with mead. <laughs> said it all the time <laughs> really upset him it was great if, if, it's first to five and if you win a game you get a token of affection from, from the princess <laughs> it's pathetic I was going to use the utterly, word sad utterly but yes, sad uh, and pathetic yeah. but we all really went for it but creative yeah. I like it you know it was our first night good. it was our first night in LA what, right. what better what better thing to do than play than a medieval card game? stay inside yeah, yeah, yeah. and play a medieval card game. It's, hmm. it's Oscars week, you know? There's you not guys much going need to on. get out more. Yeah. Well, every now and again, we'd be like all looking at our cards and I'd just like, just sit and look around and just hear the music being like... It sounds like this, it should be in Spamalot or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, it was that sort of vibe. Yeah. Three knights yeah. sitting on a hill playing yeah. a card game for yeah. a princess. <laughs> Exactly how it felt, and I also I guess I didn't like it because I lost. Yes, Ed and Benito I both won. Did you There's a theme with you losing things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to turn you into a winner. Yeah, that's why I came to Hollywood. Yes, that's what it's about. Even though Hollywood was my downfall originally yeah. in the in the tent. You've come here for the real Hollywood handshake. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is I got Hollywood. one of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to run so it in. I, about it, I forgot to oh, tell you about remember. that. Oh, I got, I got, sure, I got uh, a Hollywood. I got handshake. one for each tier of the cake I made. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, May I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Your main course, yes. You've teed yourself up lovely with that mm-hmm. oyster. So now the the main course. I, I assume you've got a few options for this one, or was it down I, to just one? No, no, I do. I'm and I'm I'm reviewing my list to see if I can. Yeah. Terry's just had to turn onto the second page of A4. Yep. Just uh, flipped, flipped. Okay. Well, I'll I'll tell you. I'll just tell you. Okay. So um, there's a place in Kennebunkport, Maine, called the Lobster House, and it's not a restaurant. It's a um, it's a fish house an actual like lobster where restaurants go to get their lobsters or if you were going to cook lobsters at your house you could go get fresh lobsters that they just got that morning out of the ocean but you can also bring your own wine and go there and they'll steam it for you and you can sit on their back porch you know at just like a crummy oh wow picnic table and overlooking the ocean and just put on a lobster bib they'll give you one of those plastic lobster and just rip your lobster apart and drink your wine and again, getting back to who you're with and where you are on a beautiful, you know, August day, that's amazing. That's yeah. an amazing, amazing meal. Where, where was it? What was the name of the town you said? Kenny Bunkport. Kenny Maine. Bunkport. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Bunkport. Kenny Bunport. Kenny Bunkport. Kenny Bunkport. <laughs> Kenny Bunkport. That's fun. It's a Great. pretty famous city because I mean, it's a small town. Yeah. It's kind of you know, and it's become quite touristy. And one of the reasons for that is that um, the Bush family had their big sort of summer complex. Right. That was, I mean, mm. they still have it. Kenny Bunkport does sound like something that George Bush Jr. would accidentally call someone. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not actually their name. You I have must, no, you no must comment. Be Kenny Bunkport. <laughs> oh, Kenny Bunkport. What, what the hell are you just calling? <laughs> Angela Merkel. 
Caddy Bugport? Uh, what I enjoy about... So lobster's supposed to be like the fanciest... One of the fanciest foods. Mm. But also it's offset by the fact you have to wear a bib while you're eating it. I know, yes. right? I like know. it's almost if they're not letting you be fancy because you right. have to put on a, on a child's mm. bib. But actually... And I love it like that. Yeah. I love, you know, ripping it apart myself with my hands. And I'm, I, I just... Yes, yeah. it's, it's part of the whole. As opposed to, I don't really get it in restaurants. Mm. Like I don't really order. I think maybe once you have an experience like this, eating like a lobster tail in a restaurant is maybe less fun. So my next place is called Kismet, and that's here. Mm-hmm. I've just LA. heard about this place today. My friend wants to take me there. Well, if you go, this is a good sign. You should have the rabbit platter, and it's for served for two. But I always eat the whole thing by myself. And speaking of breads that are worth having. Mm. So if you order this platter, it comes with the rabbit, it comes with different vegetables, pickled and you know cooked or sauteed. Um, there are different sauces to sort of dip everything in. And then it comes with the side of this thing called flaky bread. That might be the best bread. Oh, wow. And I think you can only get the flaky bread if you order the rabbit right. platter. So it's a hack to get the flaky bread. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if you can just get a side of the... You can get other bread there that's also very good. Mm-hmm. And everything there is good. But something about... I just... You, your face, you kind of freaked when I said rabbit. No, uh, not at all. No, oh, no, no, oh, no, you no, didn't. no, 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 oh, okay. I will, I will eat. And I do you eat anything? Off. He'd eat a okay. rabbit platter. He'd absolutely I'd, love it. I had beef heart last night and James really, really looked ill when I ordered that. Mm. But I made you try it, didn't I? You made me try it, yes. And it was good. It was fine. I had one of the best, um, here's another place you guys should go while you're here, Gorilla Tacos. Have you heard of this yet? No. Okay, Gorilla Tacos, I think it's maybe one of, it's probably the best tacos in town, um, but kind of gourmet tacos, although they do make one called the Pocho, which I think is sort of like, like when I think of my childhood of like crappy, crispy corn with ground beef, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, just like. Somehow they've done that, and and it's like the most elevated version of that. It's that that might be one of my like my. If you had asked me what my comfort food bite would be, mm-hmm. I would say the pocha taco at Gorilla Tacos. Um, but they started as a food truck. Uh, they didn't even have a brick and mortar. And I don't know if you know who Jonathan Gold is. Yeah, he's the reviewer, right? Yes, so, I mean yeah. he's passed away since. <clears throat> but in in those days. He put Gorilla Taco's food truck on the best 20 restaurants in LA oh, wow. when it wasn't even a restaurant. And so people used to stand in line for these tacos for like an hour. And so back in those days, um, I don't think he makes it anymore, but he used to make a duck heart and persimmon taco. Mm. And that was one of my favorite things. And I would have never thought of myself as somebody who was going to eat duck hearts. But, <laughs> you know, it was delicious. And I do really, I, I don't eat a ton of meat. I eat more fish. I will eat meat, but I really, what I really believe in is respecting the whole animal. So when I cook at home, like if you, if you're going to cook a chicken, like use all those parts yeah, of it. That That's makes true. sense. I mean, there's no point in being squeamish. If you're going to eat no. meat, you should. Right, right. You should eat all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <clears throat> well, it's using the whole animal, not eating it. You could like, if you don't want to eat like some of it, you could use it for other stuff. Like, like what? What? Uh, chicken beak, you have like a pair of mini castanets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's suggesting you should eat the chicken beak. I'll get the chicken beak, I'd stick it on and I'd, like a half man, half chicken character called Kenny Bunkport. <laughs> <laughs> I'd walk around, I'm Kenny Bunkport. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. So. Yeah, Tabby's moving us on, fair enough. No, I'm not. 
I'm just, I have oh, so no. many to go through. Terry, fair enough. I was about to pretend to be a chicken man for a while. Oh, I think you should. I think you should. No, no, no. That was a perfect time to move him on. Was it? I could see in his eyes that the improv was dying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I mean, really, all it is is that I'm completely obsessed with this Kenny Bunkport name. It's the kind of thing that I would normally want to stick on phrases, but I don't really know exactly. I wish I'd brought a hat or something. I'm going to get you a Kenny Bunkport hat. That's what I'm going to do. That would be awesome. I'm going to send that to you. It's like normally. It's probably going to have a lobster on it. And then it'll say Kenny Bunkport. Like a big lobster, like a lobster tail, like coming out of the hat almost. That'd be cool. And big, like a huge hat. It's like, ah. <laughs> oh, I was going to go with just a classic a baseball hat. hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. No, but no, if you would like a silly lobster out each ear. Yeah, yeah, lobster out of each ear yeah. and stuff like that. The, the thing <laughs> is with the name Kenny Bunkport is sometimes as a comic, you know, there's like something comes up that's clearly like, oh, there's a joke in that. And it's very clear what the joke is. And you just go straight for the joke. Kenny Bunkport, I feel like I'm. Sp- I feel like you are with your dishes. I was like, I'm spoiled for choice here. Yeah. The amount of things I could do with this Kenny Bunkport person. And it's very hard to like know what kind of character Kenny Bunkport is. I went with a like, half chicken, half man person, but like... Yeah, actually, that was a big swing. I actually feel that, I don't know. It's very like well, I think would it would like have your... to be lobster. You'd have to be half lobster, half person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, really yeah. a lobster town. He'd have or lobster claws like Dr. Zoid. Well, or yeah. you could have clams. You could also, yes. you, could do, you could do clams because they do clams okay. and lobster. That's the thing. I feel yeah. like he'd be like your American cousin that you've... You've never met before. Yeah, maybe those people who walks around. He's got like a like a tray of like cockles and uh, and clams and like, and just seafood stuff. And he goes around trying to sell it to people, yeah. or they're trying to do other things, but like at really inappropriate times. So not like when they're eating or when they're like he'd like be straight into like a business meeting with any clams, Big anybody. Old, I'm like, Kenny Bumport. Big old smelly tray of clams. When yeah, yeah. You want clams, don't you? This is a funeral, Kenny Bumport. <laughs> Get out of here. Never too sad for clams. I don't like him. Well, I don't really like Kenny Bunkport. <laughs> no. No. I've made him into quite a mo- He's quite not a, monster. a good guy. If you write a children's book about this, I want like yeah. a portion of the No, you, you, you'll get 100% of it, Terry. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it for free and you'll get all the money. <laughs> absolutely. So, what well, I don't is- know. Yes. You? Oh, absolutely. I'm done. I, I, to be Kenny? honest, I, I was, I, <laughs> he was done Kenny? ten minutes ago. Oh, okay. I, was, I, I was done before I even stopped you. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to bore you guys. I, I. Okay. So you've been to New York already. Yes. But, and I think if I had to pick, so I think this is the one. Okay. I mean, I have more stories. I think the best entree it, at a place called Lartusi in um, in New York, which I wish I'd known before you went. I would have told you to oh. go there. They do this charred octopus. Mm. Um, and they serve it with little like fingerling potatoes, I think, and olives and chili. So it's so simple, but so flavorful. And I, it's just insane. And the last time I went there was not that long ago. Um, uh, it, this is how good it is. I went there by myself. Um, you can't really get a reservation there mm-hmm. very easily. But I just thought, you know what? I'm going to walk over there when it first opens at 530 by myself and see if I could sit at the bar. And even then, I had to wait maybe like 40 minutes. Um, but I sat at the bar. Restaurants totally packed all night long. And got a glass of wine and had, had a few things. But this was my entree. And, um, you know, chatted up to the people next to me or whatever. I, I just, I love people that love food. Yeah. It's always a good icebreaker. You talk to strangers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Yeah. Never? Too, too nervous. Leave it. I'll tell you who would be able to talk to strangers. Kenny Strange. Bunkport. 
<laughs> you're KB, right. Yeah. Way to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. KB have been there. Way to bring it back. Why don't you guys eat it over there? Yeah, dude, I, I enjoy clam, personally. Yeah. You put clams in their meal, even yeah. though they weren't eating clams anyway. That's what Kenny Bunkport would do. You could just use it as like a, a mask when you feel shy. I mean, you don't even have, yeah. to, have to have the clams. You be... could just pretend to be him. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the point. Just pretend to be Kenny Bunkport. When you don't want to talk to strangers, but then then you have to. You, Kenny, What would Kenny do? What would Kenny do? Yeah, yeah what would Kenny Bunkport do in that situation? <laughs> he'd talk to the strangers and he'd put clams in their meal, even though they didn't ask. Yeah, yeah. They're chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate clams would be nice. Anyway. Uh, I love octopus. I think it's delicious. Some people get squeamish about octopus. How do you feel about it, James? I, so I'm one of those people who, as long as it doesn't look like an octopus, I'm fine with it. Oh, it looks like an octopus. So the whole thing is in there? Well, it's a big, long tentacle. Like a uh, big piece of tentacle. That's pretty much what's on your plate. The tentacle I can hack. I think the oh. head bit is what kind of like puts me off. I don't know if anybody off. eats the head. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've only that, ever, that guy I've only ever seen I guess it's like squid, the squid rings, I it's guess, the is like the head, isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, seen Old Boy when, when he, he just eats a live octopus? No. And he, and he did it for real? No. As well, the actor just did it for real. Wow. That's crazy. Do you ever believe in that? Like, when, when you've done your acting parts, do you be yeah. like, I, I insist on doing it for real every time? Or do you, I, no, I'm an actor. I wouldn't do anything. Like that would be weird. I wouldn't yeah. eat real. I mean, to me, I wouldn't eat a live real octopus. Especially over if it had nothing to do with the role. T- t- yeah, it wasn't in the script. Yeah, uh, that no, it wouldn't do that. If you were just in the Daily Planet offices and then decided to get a live octopus out of the drawer, that would just, be weird. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be weird. What a scene that would be, though. <laughs> Everyone would still be talking about that scene. Maybe they would. When, when, when Lois ate a live octopus for no reason. Out of no, absolutely no reason. Right. I think I did Kenny eat, there was an episode where I ate frogs, I think, on yeah. that show. I, oh, yeah? But it was so long ago, I don't remember. You probably faked that. I'm sure that I did. That's yeah. my point. And it probably weren't alive. So my point is, yeah, I would eat frogs. Frog legs is definitely something that's up mm. there on yeah. my list. It didn't quite make it to, well, it sort of did. There's a restaurant in Paris that called um, Chez La Louis that people sometimes refer to as the most expensive bistro in the world. And it's got the most um, controversial reviews. Like some people say it's the best restaurant in, in, you know, to go to. And some people say it's the worst restaurant. Oh, wow. Right. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. But when I went there, um, again, with the people that I was with, we had an amazing time. Beautiful roast chicken, the best French fries, frog legs. Mm-hmm. And then for dessert, they brought out this big bowl of the darkest, purplest Bing cherries. Like the biggest cherries. I'd, just fresh cherries. It's the bowl yeah. of cherries. Yeah. But I mean, fantastic. Like oh. those cherries were just, oh, fantastic. I mean, wow. they, were, they were just insane. How much for that bowl of cherries, do you think? I don't remember. It was, I'm sure it was an expensive meal. Yeah. That's what people say about this place. Yeah. That it's very, very expensive. They definitely know that people are coming because they know it's expensive and they're doing things like bringing out a bowl of cherries and going, God, we know that you'll eat that and still pay <laughs> yeah. for it. We've not even taken the stones out. <laughs> eat those cherries. Eat those cherries. <laughs> so out of all those dishes, mm. what would you, what, are you going for the octopus? I said the octopus, yeah. yeah. So what's accompanying that octopus on the side there? Let me pull out my handy-dandy list that I typed up last night. Chapter four of this Chapter novel. Chapter four of this novel. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I love food. I can't no, it's help great. myself. That's great. That's okay. what we want. Absolutely. Well, I'll start with this one uh, because it's from Cornwall. 
Mm. Actually, I have two dishes what? on my list from Cornwall. This is from the Scarlet Hotel. Cornwall in England? Cornwall in England. I just looked at a house there online the other day. I've been oh, yeah. threatening to buy a house there, well, ever since I went the first time, which yeah. is probably seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I've been surfing there. I, wow, really? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I've like... Surfer? I've like... I'm not a surfer, but I have been, <laughs> been surfing, surfing there. Yeah. I, if I lived there, I think I would try to surf more. Mm. Um, Do you say Cowabunga? Not, not very good at it. No, I don't say that. Or, mm. or Kenny Bunkport. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Bunkport is... That'd be yeah, quite a good yeah, thing to say yeah. while surfing. Kenny Bunkport, dude. Yeah, Kenny <laughs> Bunkport, baby. <laughs> what was my point? Oh, Scarlet Hotel yes. has back to bread. Uh-huh. bread worth eating uh-huh. um serves you kind of at the beginning of your meal um or it could be a side dish uh these little paprika kind of like bread rolls they're just i don't even know like a knot almost mm. um so that was on my list as a side dish um and let's see what else oh could this is strange this i was in bangkok last summer at a restaurant called canvas and they served this bread again um made but made out of rice so it was glue mm, oh, but wow. I, the texture of this thing i i'd never eaten anything like it it was amazing and then lastly and i think this is the one i'm going to put on our menu here today mm-hmm. is from a place in new york called bohemian little little tiny japanese place and they serve something called the hot and cold crudite which sounds really boring it's just raw vegetables but it's served in this big bowl, like with all this ice and these big, large pieces of vegetable just sticking up out of this ice. And then this amazing, you know, gourmet version of some sort of dip that you would want to dip the vegetables into. And I, it's just insane to me that that out of everything I've eaten could make the list, but something about it was just great. There's something about very fresh, cold vegetables. Yeah. And a nice... I completely agree. That sounds amazing. It was amazing. I've had something similar, actually, not in a Japanese restaurant, in a restaurant in Copenhagen called Bar. Oh, okay. Uh, which is a phenomenal restaurant, if you ever go there. I have uh, been and there. And one of the dishes is the dips. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if I've had that. I think I was there right when that opened. Oh, Have great. you been to Amass? Uh, no, I didn't get to Amass. Oh, okay. Ne- next Another time. Another great restaurant. Yeah. yeah. We did a lot of eating, though. We went to Cado and to uh, Manfred's. That is, the, I think, the best place for food I've ever been. So you're the foodie? Or you're both foodies? No, we both are, but we sort of, you know, whenever we can, we, we go to places. It's you a lot do. better at memorising it and, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and understanding what he's just eaten. And uh, I'm the one organising on. on this trip of where, we, where we're going to eat. Okay, yes, but you do trips about going to food. Yeah, so uh, everywhere I go would be based on the food. I'm like that. Yeah, there's absolutely no way that Uh-oh. I'd never go somewhere if they, it didn't have a good reputation for food or the uh, place, place right. that I wanted to eat. I think. Right. Do you get yeah. the... I get the... Um, every year the 50 best best restaurants in yeah. the world list and then i try to knock a few of those off i don't think i've ever done i think i've ever done that i need to start sort of trying to take the them off farthest one i ever went to i went to favaken in sweden which is literally in the middle of nowhere like wow. a plane to a plane and then two hours to another thing like you are literally in the middle of nowhere yeah and that guy that's closed now but that guy was doing really interesting things with like um classic traditional nordic food Mm -hmm. which is typically a little rough yeah yeah. you know like Mm -hmm. a lot of preserved things and gamey stuff um some of it was really interesting he was very interesting chef and then i went um the only michelin star like three hour 
sort of experienced dinner, 19 course or whatever I've ever, I went to by myself. I went to Attica in Melbourne in Australia. And um, I sat, I, I got ready in the hotel and then I went over to the restaurant and I was pacing up and down outside the restaurant going like, it's okay. You can go to dinner by yourself. Like, it's going to be okay. It's not weird that you're going yeah, to dinner yeah. by yourself. Because this isn't like popping into, you know, I can live in my neighborhood here in LA and pop in somewhere and eat really sure. quickly by myself, whatever. That doesn't bother me. But like going to fine dining, three hour, 19 course, you know, $250 mm-hmm. meal, whatever it is, yeah. by yourself. Like yeah. most people are there for their anniversary, their <laughs> birthday, to propose to somebody, you know, whatever. That's what people are doing there. And it was actually great. I ended up closing the place with the general manager drinking whiskey. Amazing. Like, wow. While the, while the, uh, the waiters were, you know, taking the tablecloths off the table and everything. It was amazing. I think it's great. If I ever see someone in one of those places eating by themselves, I just think you're an absolute badass who clearly loves yeah. food. Yeah. Everyone oh. respects like, that. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'll I've, take that. I'll take I've done that. It, I've done it once before. I went to that's it's closed as well. Now WD fifty in in New York, which is Wiley Dufresne's place. Okay, and sat up at the bar by myself and had like a you know twelve course tasting wow. menu, chatting to the bar, and the mm. barman was like making cocktails and testing new ones and was just and get, throwing some nice. Down my way. Oh, that's nice. It's great. Yeah, is, is that like a Ben Shuey's restaurant? Yes. Now who's the foodie, Ed? Wow, nice way, Kenny Buck. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Bunkport. Yeah. He's finally. You see, you went into the character of Kenny. Kenny yeah. Bunkport pulled it off. <laughs> That's also the place where I had the weirdest food, I guess, I ever. Well, I don't know if it's the weirdest. It was good. Uh, two things. The first course, the first whole, like, maybe 45 minutes was with no silverware. And I was like, huh. So you had all the dishes that came, maybe four or five dishes, you eat with your hands. Yeah. And... There was one dish in particular, speaking of the vegetable thing, it was just like fresh lettuces and some sort of dressing. And you're supposed to take the vegetables and sort of wipe them and, you know, eat. And I'm sure this was what he wanted, but you go from them first saying you can't have any utensils and you're thinking like, oh my God, how am I going to possibly, this is ridiculous, (laughs) to this joyful playful kid-like thing of like, oh my gosh, I like I'm eating with my hands. This is so fun and so the way it should be and they bring um, a bowl of sand yeah and then they bring yeah. sand yeah. and then the pediatrician goes it's okay you'll just poop it out it's fine <laughs> um, great every meal into a pediatrician coming yeah. out don't worry you. don't worry you're gonna poop that out <laughs> you're gonna poop all this out goodbye yeah just hope ed's uncle isn't around yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the dessert they had was kind of some sort of frozen dessert but on the top of it was um like pop rock ants like oh, well. ants and I've eaten a cricket one time, but the ants mm. really, they're presented like chocolate sprinkles, yeah. you know. Going into that, I thought, oh, wow, I might have to pass on this. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then I thought, I'm all the way in Melbourne. I'm by myself. Yeah. I have to ants. at least taste this. And the truth is, once I had one bite, it was really good. So we come to your favorite drink. Have you got some, a few contenders? I do. Uh, you know, in line with the rest of my <laughs> yeah. lecture that I'm giving you here. Um, okay, this is my top choice. So actually, this is my top choice, hands down. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really need to write the other ones, but I do like these other places. So um, so Faith and Flower is a restaurant downtown, and they make a cocktail called Milk Punch. And apparently it's ferment. It's it's... They take the milk, I don't know if the milk is fermented or distilled. The milk is distilled for like three days with vodka. 
and then they strain it, and then I think they infuse it again or something. But it is ridiculous. <laughs> it's just so good, I don't even know what to say. It's a boozy milk, basically. It's distilled milk, yeah. I guess it is. Um, it, you don't get any sense of milk, though. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and it's very clear. By the time it gets to you, it's not as clear as vodka, but, like, very, you know, pretty clear. They also do milk punch at um, Nightshades, which is also downtown. Um, and they're both good, but the first place I ever had milk punch was at Faith and Flower, and it, it really is the, the cocktail that I remember most uh, from around the world. It's something to do with... D- d- with infusing i don't know you put vodka with the milk yeah and you let it sit for like three days and then you strain it out and maybe there's some other kinds of flavors in it i'm always amazed how do they even get to that point how do they go well i'm gonna mix vodka and milk and then mm-hmm. i'm just gonna leave it and then i'm gonna taste it right yeah yeah i don't know i i know that faith and flour milk punch and this is now probably going back like five years that one the best i think the best cocktail in the city and maybe the best cocktail in the country oh wow like that was an award-winning wow we've got cocktail at the time oh, i'm definitely having the milk punch yeah um the other two places that you should go just to drink and eat there's a place called here's looking at you here's looking at you not here's looking at you kid <laughs> i always say that here's looking at you um that's in koreatown and that's kind of asian fusion thing again um Oh, uh, you know, bone marrow stuff, mm. and but also fish, um, insane cocktails. And they used to do this thing. This is uh, my love of food, okay? So and this is another go by yourself, sit at the bar situation. When they first opened, they don't do this anymore, but when they first opened, small restaurant, if you sat at the bar, only if you sat at the bar, you got the, uh, they would make one pie a day. So they have great pastries and great desserts that you can get when you're just at a regular table. But if you're at the bar, they made one pie a day, and this was like the best pie, and I make good pie. This was the best pie I've ever had. And you could get a piece of the pie if you got there early enough and if you sat at the bar. And it was like this secret thing, if you didn't know. And then yeah. people would be like, I'd like a piece of pie, and they'd be like, oh, you, oh, see, you can't get that. You know, like, <laughs> and, I was, and I just, so I don't know you're if it was- You're not a pie person. You're not a pie person. <laughs> I don't know if it was the secret of knowing that you knew what to do to get yeah. the pie, mm-hmm. like you have to sit at the bar, or, or if it was that the pie was actually indeed so amazing, or maybe it was both of those things, but that was a really fun thing, but they don't do it anymore. And then- um, how, how do you know if they don't do it anymore? Maybe I they made it I, even more difficult to get the same <laughs> You're right, and I'm yeah. off the Change list. The yeah. It's something I don't know. Maybe you know. have to go and sit in the bathroom right, and, and shout the, for the secret right, pie and, and they bring it maybe, to you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, you I, to. you're right. Maybe I just don't know. That'd be so sad. Lock I was yourself such in a, one of the cubicles was, yeah. and you have to sing a little song about how much you love pie. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, you, then they slide underneath the door. How would that song go? It's funny because Kenny Bunkport would be I think Kenny would know the song. Kenny would sing it. Yeah, yeah. I am a pie guy. I've always been a pie guy. A pie boy into a pie man. I'm a pie guy. Can I have some pie, please? There we go. There's the song. <laughs> and that, <laughs> ding, and yeah. then your pie shows up and then through the, pie the door. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except it comes through like the prison little slot because you're in <laughs> yeah. the insane asylum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're singing yeah, yeah. that song, that's where they put you. Um, it's just funny when you know about and maybe this is why I don't eat processed food and I do cook a lot for myself. And when you know about these great foods, you know, when you know that this pie exists or you know these great desserts or whatever, it just makes it hard for, to just eat crap, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. anyway, okay, so here's looking at you. 
and then Nomad. Did you say you went to Nomad in New York when you were there? No. Is that the, the hotel? Yeah. No, so I did. I went and had a, I had a drink in Nomad, actually. So yeah, their yeah. Co- they have one here in right, LA. Right, okay, cool. And their cocktail, I mean, their cocktail list is like a, a encyclopedia. It's right. like, oh, you feel like by the glass, time... I had a glass of wine, Terry. I feel like an absolute Did you really? Yeah. We arrive at the dessert. My favourite of the courses. I'm quite optimistic that it's going to be a delicious dessert because, and a sugary dessert or, or a sweet dessert because of the cakes that you made. However, and, and a lot of the pie chat as well. And the pie chat as well. James is always worried. He's always worried that, that people, people aren't going to go for like a sweet dessert. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sometimes okay. people choose cheese and biscuits and... Oh, I'm not choosing that. Oh, good. Otherwise, I'd have to Plus, throw, that would be like, that would window. be like second dessert. You know? Like yeah, an extra one. Extra dessert, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. If cheese. I mean, cheese yeah. is great. Good cheese is mm-hmm. great. Go but ahead. that's sure, not sure. the direction yeah. I went in. Um, and, and for me, I'm more of a savory person. Like I would rather have an extra side of great fries or Mm. an extra bowl of pasta than dessert. Like I, um, uh, what? No, (laughs) I agree. That is the the wrong choice, lady. (laughs) You you are going to go ejected through the roof. Now push the button. I think you're correct. I think you're correct, Terry. James, I can feel him tensing up. When you said that, that you'd rather have an extra bowl of pasta than, than a dessert. But, but I, I completely agree with you. But I would. Each their own. I've got your back here. Don't okay. you worry. You can stay in the restaurant. Okay. That said, this was very hard for me to choose. Um, but if, I, if I'm going to pick, I'm going to go with Paul Ainsworth's um, Taste of the Fairground. And that's, uh, you know, he won one of those... Cooking chef shows yeah, it was with a that great British menu, maybe. I guess, yeah. I yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know that the, this actual dessert is on his menu anymore, but I did have it when it was, and I've and I've had dessert since. And he does some incredible ingenuity, you know, mm. and flavor. It comes together. Uh, that, like I said, since I don't really do dessert a lot, um, it has to have like a special. thematic thing which leads me to you know maybe these two tie okay so this is probably one i guess it is one of the best restaurants in the world alinea in chicago Mm -hmm. and it's again one of those molecular kind of places um and many many things i haven't been there in a long time but many things that i had still remain in my mind like wow that was one of the greatest things i've ever had but i think Beyond a doubt, if I was going to pick one thing ever in a restaurant ever, they made a dessert that was an apple taffy blown up into a balloon with helium. And it would come to your table like an actual balloon, an edible balloon. And you would put your mouth on the balloon and it would kind of dissolve some of the taffy while you sucked in the helium. And then uh, I was with four people everybody would be, oh my gosh, this meal has been the most amazing meal of my entire life. And then, you know, then you'd start talking and then you'd get another helium hit. And oh my God, we're never going to, oh, wow. you know, yeah, it was crazy yeah. and laughing and it was just a very memorable experience. What's in the taste of the fairground as well? What's in that one? So that, he had that set up as a whole, like a fairground, you know, and there were, oh, I don't know, um, candy apples and toffee things and fudge things and marshmallow things and ice cream. And uh, it just was this beautiful sort of carousel of sugar. It's sort of like 
uh, a better version of what you did on Bake Off, James. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess they improved on my idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did, at any point, is there an iced egg involved in the taste of the food? I oh, yeah. don't recall an iced egg, but the next time I see Paul, I'll mention <laughs> yeah, yeah, to him yeah, that he might want to consider that. Yeah, you might want to consider it. Yeah. Actually, if it was going to be taste of the fair, I'd probably ice a coconut. <laughs> a whole I'm coconut. I have a coconut shine. I'd, I'd, I'd ice the coconut properly to look like a, a happy person at the fairground. So. That one with the uh, the helium balloons. Yes. Is that the chef who lost his ta- sense of yes. smell yeah. or taste or taste. taste? I think he had can- cancer of the tongue. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. He lost his sense of taste. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. And then he he, he it's a pretty ama- this inspirational, brilliant story about yeah. how he survived and came back and now has more restaurants mm. and is so successful. Grant. Like, like, like imagine that. Like if you as a comedian lost your sense of humour. Oh, no, that happened many years ago. <laughs> so, you know, read you back your menu okay. and see how you feel about it. Now, you know, you've had a lot of, you've had to really, you know... You, struggle. I've you've, struggled you've is fought, what's happened. haven't you, to, to this narrow is this most, down. So. This is the most Benito's ever had to write during the podcast. On, <laughs> I can yes. see so I'm so many sorry. Notes. I apologise. It's great. And also because what we like to do is we like to keep track of all the restaurants that are mentioned on the podcast. Yes. So ah. we can put them on the website. Oh, okay. So people can, people can go, oh, that sounds nice. I'd like to go there maybe okay. one day. And you have mentioned so many restaurants, Uh-oh. and I've seen how much he's had to write, and okay. it's making me laugh a lot. Okay. Well, Ed, I'm holding it. I'm holding this in my hand now, and yeah. let me tell you. Uh, I mean, I too thought that he was writing down all the names of the restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah. But reading it back, it says, uh, "Fairest Princess." <laughs> it is I, the Knight Benito. I am heavy on the mead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a brutal day on the battlefield, and many lives were lost. <laughs> I have heard word that you're head has been turned by the dark night gamble see you can do it you join in tonight please. yeah yeah, well, well, yeah he just okay. needed a night to loosen up yeah, he's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, ready you guys yeah, watch yeah, out yeah, yeah. yeah. he's getting there he's coming for the princess he, tonight he <laughs> a couple of flagons of ale <laughs> yep okay so you passed on the water i did um you had the burnt black sesame bread with chicken liver pate from uh bavel mm-hmm. starter uh, Kumamoto Oyster from Southern Ocean Lodge on Kangaroo Island. Your main course, charred octopus from La Tuzzi mm-hmm. in, New York, in New York City. Side dish, hot and cold crudite from Bohemian, also in New York. Drink, milk punch from Faith and Flower in LA. And dessert, Taste of the Fairground by Paul Ainsworth. Mm-hmm. Wow. Feel you did good? very well. I do. I feel, I feel like I wish it was all here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, it does sound like a delicious... A delicious meal. I think out of all of our guests, you're the one who's done the most research. <laughs> yes. And has clearly eaten in some amazing places. Some people just like pick pick like the ham. Mm. So, so yes. <laughs> yes. yes. You, you've put more effort into your menu today than we've ever put into this podcast. Okay. <laughs> that we, that, that in, in all the the com- combined episodes that yeah. we've ever recorded, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've put more uh, effort into it for this okay. episode. I hope that's not too obnoxious. No, it's I a compliment. Just, I truly love food, and I also love hosting. And I know you guys are not from LA, so I really do. I you should go to Kismet. You should go yes. to Gorilla Tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will go to those places and maybe take some photos of ourselves outside. So far, we just, it was taking yeah. one photo of one of us outside a restaurant, yeah. and it was me. And it was a restaurant that last time I went there, I shit myself. <laughs> so the, 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 the photo was just to commemorate that. That we, I was like, oh, there's that restaurant that I shat my pants in. And then we went over and I, we took a photo of me outside of it. So, you know. 
A lot of poop jokes going on. Sorry, apologies. I'll be honest, it's been fairly light on the poop. It's oh, normally, is it? Oh, yeah. oh, there's a lot okay. of stuff I've been restraining. When you said about the balloons full of helium, I, I said I was going to say about someone farting in it. Yeah. And that, and, and that you, you got to eat the balloon and then someone as a prank has farted in your balloon. But yeah. I didn't say it because I thought it'd be inappropriate. But you did now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's okay. I, I, I just thought I'd be honest with you about what was going on. I feel on good about you point. being honest. Be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I can it, take it. The thing is, it wouldn't have been a good joke. Kenny Bunkport would have said the fart thing. Kenny Bunkport would have said it, but it would have been bad and like it's not a good joke like no, I, no. I, I knew at the time don't say that that's stupid yeah so i didn't say it but then i felt like now we've acknowledged that we're just a couple of poop gag merchants <laughs> we may as well admit that at one point i had that in my head yeah and uh, i'm also, quite ashamed of myself podcast in the can now so it's too late for you to back out terry Okay. So if, we, if we'd been that horrible at yeah. the beginning, uh, you could have said, oh, I'm out. Wait, yeah, isn't there walked. like a secret thing that, I, that if somebody, or do you guys not do yes, that anymore? Do. There's a secret ingredient that if someone says them, we have to kick them out the restaurant. I was so sure that with all I talk about about food that I would sure. say it. <laughs> sure, yeah. I was and so thinking, and then I was really imagining, what do they actually do? Like, are they actually just going to say, Terry, you can leave now? Yeah, yeah. We, I, would, I guess we, would, we would have, have to. to. Uh, What's the word? Well, so this time, and actually, I mean... If, could have been you mentioned a lot of bread so many different breads so it could have been this but it was um and this is me i don't like this ed likes it yeah but i don't like it so it's made the list of secret ingredients is a, a brioche bun oh yeah okay. i don't like brioche buns and burgers and stuff like that oh you don't what about a pretzel bun do you yeah. like pretzel buns? I'd have a pretzel bun. I'd have a potato bun. I'd have a, yeah. like, there's loads You're of just th- done with the brioche. So brioche Sesame? was the oh. word. Yes, brioche oh. bun. Oh. Brioche bun. Brioche bun was the word. You would have been out, especially okay. if it were. I think if you'd said it in your dessert, we would have been a bit more lenient because okay. it, it was some. But if it, if you was gone, a burger and a brioche bun, I'd be like goodbye. <laughs> wow! And I would have oh taken my... your notes and I would have ripped them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have God. thrown them off the balcony as you were leaving. I out the don't front handle door. rejection well. That would have been really bad. <laughs> oh, but I, 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 I kind of forgot about it once we were talking. I didn't think about it until right yeah, now. Yeah, but then, that's mm. good. But then I, I before I came over here, I yeah. thought, oh wow, I wonder what happens if you what get if kicked out. Well, well we're at the end say. now. Feel free to say brioche bun now, and then we'll kick you out. I do make an unbelievable burger with get brioche bun. Get out, Terry Hatcher. Get out of the dream Never restaurant. Come back. Wait, you don't want to hear how I inject it with duck fat oh, and duck. brie? Oh, that and sounds really good. No. Come back, Terry, come back. <laughs> that sounds good. Duck fat and brie sounds good. Terry Hatcher there. Whoa. What a pleasure. What a pleasure and what a menu. I'd yes. say in terms of guests that we've had, that is the most dedication to food and the most research that's gone in. I'm going to yeah. say. So impressed. I'm so impressed by the, by the amount of the amount of work that went into it. Uh, I'm humbled by the fact that someone would prepare so much for our our podcast. And, oh, all those places sounded so good. I felt stupid that I'd not been to any of those places. Oh, don't worry. Oh, I felt. Stupid. Don't worry, man. I just like don't feel eggs stupid. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. We well, we can't say that. Egg, yeah, t- Terry Hatcher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those sound great. Have you been to Egg Slot? <laughs> We went to egg slot. Yes, no, yes, yeah, not. It's not fun to say. No. Uh, wonderful, wonderful menu, and she did not say brioche buns. But Whew. very interesting to know that she was worried that she was going to say the secret. Yeah, ingredient. normally the guests don't come in. Uh, you know, going. Oh, I know, I know. There's a secret yeah. ingredient here. Probably pretty tense for the whole episode. Yeah. I mean, like that, yeah. that was our doing there. We've made people feel feel on on edge. Thank God the secret ingredient was an octopus. Yes. Oh, but it will never be. Are you going to eat it? Yes. You eat all those things, aren't you? Yeah. I can tell it in your eyes when Terry was explaining her menu. So delicious. 
You should hit us up on the socials. That's all of us, including Terry. Uh, her Instagram account is official Terry Hatcher. And all of Terry's work speaks for itself. She's got a huge back catalogue that you should go and fully investigate if you haven't. Absolutely. Um, Ed, can people find you on social media? Yes, but I, I'm very much here to plug the podcast social media. Oh, yeah. That's, that's uh, point. Uh, uh, off Menu Official. At Off Menu Official is the Twitter. Yes. On Instagram, it's also at Off Menu Official. And what's the website, James? The website is offmenupodcast.com. .co.uk. Oh, so close. So close. But really good, man. You're totally getting there. You're going to be an influencer before we leave LA. Thank you, man. Also, uh, I mean, a lot, as we said in the episode, there were so many restaurants mentioned in Terry's episode, and they will all be on the Off Menu Official website. There is a restaurants page on the website where Benito has painstakingly listed every single place that's mentioned in every single episode of this podcast. He's put hyperlinks to all of them so that you can just click on the name and it will take you to the website. Of that place, he's grouped it all into like, here's all the London ones, here's all the LA ones, here's all the New York ones, here's all the ones in Melbourne. He's done all of that for you. You can go on there. It's an absolute dream. But for a laugh, tweet him <laughs> and ask what, where those restaurants are. Yeah, where are. they are, what was the restaurant you mentioned, etc. And Terry is the final guest uh, of this series of Off Menu. Uh, so thank you very much to Terry. Thank you, you, the listener. We will be back soon in the Dream Restaurant with more special guests. But for now, goodbye. Goodbye. Bon appetit. Bon appetito, Mr. Benito. I'm Gina Martin, a campaigner and writer. And I'm Stevie Martin. I'm a comedian and writer and also we're sisters. We are sisters and yeah. we're doing our new podcast, Might Delete Later. It's a podcast about social media, about going back, looking at your embarrassing ones, things you like, things you don't like. And we're talking to all different types of people. So many different types of people. We've got writers, we've got comedians. Maybe we'll get a politician. Maybe okay. we'll get a dog. Maybe I'll talk to a plant. Deal with it. Who knows? It's like a little snapshot into people's social media lives. Yeah. And hopefully it'll make you think more about how you use social media and how you you feel about it so do subscribe on all of the platforms that you usually get your podcasts on and visit at might delete later pod on instagram because we're going to be putting up really fun videos and the things that you didn't see in the podcast episode Ooh, exciting thanks dudes imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you enjoy, well, um, there's another, there's a uh, another podcast just coming out. Oh, no, the podcast is out now. Yeah. If people have enjoyed Off Menu, will they enjoy Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains? I don't, I don't know. There's, well, there's a bit of crossover. We talk about um, maybe, you know, a couple of food uh, issues. We talk about cutlery, and that's near food. We reckon it's out now. 
Not soon. It's now. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. If you like James and if you love Ed, you might get a kick out of this. But yeah, again, no pressure. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.